0: Welcome to the Getting Past the Premium podcast, where we focus on breaking down risk management problems bit by bit until we find a solution. Enjoy today's episode and be sure to follow us for weekly content.
1: All right, welcome back to Getting Past the Premium, everybody. I am super excited for this episode. We've got Reed Holsworth with us, and I'm going to have Reed do his background, but. He's got a great perspective on the industry being an agent to being on the tech side of the industry to now being with Applied Systems. And so uh, really excited to get his perspective on on where we're at as an industry, where we're going. And I think this is going to be a fun one. So welcome, Reed. Good to have you, man. Hey, thanks, man. Happy to be here.
2: Thanks for coming on. Yeah, so
1: let's just start with that because you do have, you know, you've had your hands in a lot of different parts of the industry. So give kind of the quick overview of your background and how you got to where you're at with Applied today.
2: Yeah. So started the industry a number of years ago, started as an agent, as a producer, basically worked for an agency kind of before that, just kind of back up a little bit. I've always been a serial entrepreneur, always owned my own business. I was in the construction world actually prior to getting- Yeah, getting get insurance and uh, a couple of buddies of mine. I did a ton of work for them because they were big real estate investors. So we would do all the work for these guys, and uh, they wanted more of a recurring revenue stream. So they actually purchased a small insurance agency, knowing huh. I mean, mm-hmm. knowing a little bit about the business. I think one of the guys was like a life agent at one point, but they bought a little PNC shop, you know, nationwide shop in Northeast Florida, and then yeah, they started scaling that business in 08 when the market completely fell out construction was was that we still had work but it just was not the same we weren't making the money you know it's back in the field grinding it out those guys were crushing it on the insurance side i mean there's something to be said about insurance in general right in those kinds of (laughs) markets um Mm -hmm. so they were still doing really well and during that time uh you know on the personal line side that's when in florida they had a bunch of those hurricanes back to back and a bunch of the um the big captive carriers were pulling out so all these independents were coming in so there was a big demand for for independent markets within that Florida market. So, anyways, so buddies of mine had this agency, and they scaled it from nothing, like a small agency, maybe ten or so employees, to a monster. And um, and so when the market really fell out, I um, I said to them, hey man, you guys are doing pretty good over there. And they're like, hey, why don't you go get your insurance license and come and give it a try? And I'm like, all right, sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's how everybody gets into these. I was going to say you and everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Yep. And so, so I get my license, frankly, I don't know if I can cuss on this show. I do. On my or whatever. So I, you know, I didn't know shit about insurance, but I took the test and, uh, <laughs> and so I come in, they give me an office times the largest office they had to run. Cause like, I knew these guys, they, they had faith in me. They'd like you figure it out, but you know, did some training, learned how to work the systems and whatnot prior to coming in. But I did basically dropped in day one to this agency and I'll never forget it because I come in there all bright eyed, bushy tailed. You know, there's a bunch of people in the office and they're like this freaking guy. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, like, Oh, yeah. Oh, like,
1: yeah. So we get a we get a
2: walk in that comes in some dude walk in um, high net worth personal lines customer. Right. And he goes, hey, I want you guys to switch everything for me. I've never quoted a policy in my life, like ever. I felt so bad for this dude. He was there like the entire day, <laughs> <laughs> literally, like the whole day, you know. because
1: um, yeah, your team is just like, hey, Reed, go help this guy. Let's yeah, 100 percent <laughs> yeah. That's totally
2: what they did. Yeah, yeah. they're like, sucker. And, uh, <laughs> and and so uh so it was brutal. Uh but uh but I got it done, you know, uh, got got him done, and he's probably still a client, but uh, but anyways, <laughs> so that's how I fell into insurance did my thing there for a while and that was a franchise agency so we um i decided to kind of just they were to give me a, they were going to give me a franchise and do that whole song and dance but just kind of doing my own thing for many years i wanted to to do my own thing yeah. um once again and and start my own agency so i left there started an agency it was interesting because when I started the agency kind of just being a little bit green to the industry, but I was, I was probably two, three years in at this point. So, you know, I I knew what I was doing, yeah. but I was ignorant to the fact that how hard it was going to be for me to find markets, you know? Uh So I left, started an agency and I'm like, like, what do you mean Liberty? Like, what do you mean travelers? What do you mean Hartford? You're not going to give me an appointment. You know, it's like, well, you got to have this much in production and this, that, and the other and blah, blah, blah. And like, I guess I wasn't that good. I guess I didn't build that good of relationships. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, you um, like, how do I get that production if I don't right? have any contracts? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I can't sell all progressive. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> whatever it was. You know. And so, anyways, it was just funny. Um. So did that. So I then partnered with a guy who had an agency, had a bunch of really good markets, and then um, we so- we went out and we built a much bigger agency that we ended up franchising, we sold a bunch of franchises across the country. But in doing so, in doing that, we built a system for that business, because just like any good franchise, you know, the the system, the operation, how it goes, business in the box is what makes it successful. Yeah. So when we looked at systems for that company, um, specifically agency management systems, we knew all the usual suspects, I'd used them, right. And same with my partner at the time. And, um, and what we wanted just didn't exist, just to put it, you know, yep. Frankly, and so um, so we ended up building our own solution um, for that business. Uh, we built the first agency management system ever on the Salesforce platform. So we built it on Salesforce because we wanted a, a much more CRM-focused solution. And what I learned, like back then, was with Salesforce, it was just very nimble. You could build a yeah. lot of things on top of it. So speed that up. Agency was doing really well we ended up building this big system and Salesforce actually reached out to me and was having me kind of just show them demos. At that time, a lot of people weren't building big solutions on top of the Salesforce platform. So for them at Salesforce, it was new. It's like, whoa, look at what these guys had built. And so they're kind of showing it off a little bit in that way. And then um, one day, one of the guys reached out and said, hey, would you ever think about taking this product that you built, packaging it up and bringing it to market? And um, I was like, no, but that sounds like an awesome opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so, anyway, so that's what I did. And um, I started a company called Techinary, and I kept the technology. My partner and I, he kept the agency. I said, You take the agency, I'll take the technology, and I'm going to go run with this thing. At the time, he thought I was the dumbest person on earth. <laughs> you know, he's like, Yeah, good luck with that, dude. Yeah. Like, we got a good thing going <laughs> here. Anyways, Tekkenary took off in a major way. Uh, we became the number one insurance solution on the salesforce platform worldwide it wasn't just for agencies when we built we built it originally as an agency system but because it was it was built in this in um the salesforce environment native to the platform we had all kinds of people within the insurance industry use our product because they we basically kind of verticalized salesforce for insurance yeah. and so when you think mm-hmm. about you know and i say this all the time and this might be a little bit getting a little too technical but it's funny how in our industry they think that an agency a data model for an agency in insurance is different than a data model for a carrier. Yeah. It's just the it's just the depth, right? But it's all the same stuff.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, and so anyway, so a lot of companies used our solution. It was really great. So speed that up, we did really, really well with that. We had a lot of agencies, a lot of people using the system. And then in 2018, late 2018. We decided to do a capital raise. At that point, I'd raise a little bit of money for the business, total of about three million bucks. So we bootstrapped the business all the way through. We are crushing it. I mean, we are profitable. We are putting on um, at that point we're, we're, when we sold, we were putting on about a thousand users a month. So think about a million dollars wow. in ARR in new business a month. So I mean, it was crushing it, and so. A lot of companies came out of the woodwork to give us capital, essentially. And so we got every we got offers on venture debt to private equity to venture um, and everything in between. Um, and um, and then ultimately we got a, a few acquisition offers. And so the acquisition offers were interesting. It wasn't anything that we are anticipating, yeah, but some people said, hey, we'd love to buy the business. And some of them we turned down instantly just because it wasn't a good fit for us. And it just didn't make sense. But but there was a, a couple of them that really did make a lot of sense. Ultimately, we ended up, we decided to sell the business to Applied Systems. True story. Reason why we sold to Applied Systems was, one, we all believed. And at the time, the Techinary board was, we had some amazing individuals on our board big industry people. I'm not going to get into all that in this, but like people that really, really, really know this space and, and names everybody would know listening to this. And so we had this great board and when we looked at, you know, the incumbents, if you will, applied was the clear winner for the future. Yeah. And when, you know, as an entrepreneur and, 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 a, and a leader, you know, a big part of what I like to build is a really great culture and I want to be there for my people. And so what does the future look like for my people? Once we are to get acquired, and and applied was just at a really critical point where it was kind of we we could see the light of them really making a go at it. and um and then the big reason why we we decided we wanted to sell to applied and and the real big strategic piece that Applied has is they owned Ivans, man. Yeah. And I, as a partner of Ivan's, working with Ivans for many years at Techinary, you know, I always kind of fantasized about being able to wrap my arms around that business and do something special with it, because it's a very unique business, which I can get into in a minute. So ultimately, going back to my story, so we sold the business to Applied. It was funny. We closed the deal on April Fool's Day of 2019. <laughs> no <way. laughs> right now, not intentional, but I, yeah. I'll never forget that because it's April Fool's Day. It's like, ha, ha The wire went through, now. though. Yeah, right. It went through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor yeah. calls you up and says, April Fool's read. That's right. That's right. Um, for the deal, we um, none of us had golden handcuffs. There was no earn out. There was nothing like that. And that was written into the deal. And that was part of all the offers, which is very important because nothing was tying us down to being there. And I said, hey, if myself or my people want to work here, they'll work here. But yeah. we don't want them to be held down by some sort of financial incentive, um, you know, to stick around if they don't want to stick around, yeah. you know. So that was really great. So then what we did was is we took the Techinary tech technology and then we built Applied Epic for Salesforce. So Epic Applied's core agency management system. Techinary was very much so a competitor to Vertifor and Applied in that way. Mm-hmm. Really, we kind of married the two up and we built an application inside Salesforce. So anybody that wants to use Salesforce and is on Epic, it's bi-directionally speaking to both systems. Yep. You know? So you can pick and choose, which is really cool. And I think after that, you know, Vertifor had come out with the Salesforce app. Zyway's come out with the Salesforce app. Salesforce was really hot for a while, especially around Techinary for like agencies using the system and whatnot. I kind of think it put it to bed, man. Like, you oh, don't really? hear a lot. Of, yeah, you don't hear a lot of, we're building this agency system on Salesforce mm-hmm. anymore. Like it's just not, because there's tons, there was tons of yeah. people out there that were doing that, you know, at the time, not just I, us. I they, several, several of them just
1: kind of fizzled out. It seems like that's kind of what you're saying. Like
2: they just, Never got the traction, they and and I don't I don't know if they will anymore. To be yeah. honest, with you guys, because if I'm a CIO, CTO, CEO of an agency, larger agency, let's just say, and and my team comes to me and says I want to be all in on Salesforce, and I'm using Epic or I'm using Vertifor, I'd be like, well, why don't we just connect up to the app that we already have, and you can do whatever you want yeah. in yeah. there. We don't have to upset the Apple Cart, go through this huge migration. You know, make all the CSRs mad at us for the next three years, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. And and frankly, like even at Tech Canary, our solutions and the solutions that came about aren't as deep as what some of these big, large commercial agencies need, especially when it comes to agency bill accounting, yeah. you know, all of that kind of stuff. You know, there's just a lot, like all the accord forms, just the nitty gritty policy change stuff. There's some like heavy lift stuff that takes a lot of years to really build. So anyways, so that's the story. So then, yeah. um, so speed that up that we did that for about a year. And then, um, Taylor Rhodes became the new CEO of, of, applied, which was awesome. And, um, so Taylor came in and did, took a lot of convincing, but I convinced him to let me be the CEO of Ivans. And so that was 20, that was, um, end of the year of 2020 is when, um, I became CEO and then um, also my for- the former CTO of Tech Canary, he's our CTO of, of Ivans, oh, and nice. then um, we brought in our COO Bob Bardwell, who came from he has just got a rich background. Not didn't work with him before, but Bob's amazing. So we like the three of us came together as the initial leadership team of Ivans, and we're, we're all still there, obviously. Yeah. And then we embarked on the Ivans journey at the end of 2020.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I wanted mm-hmm. you to get into the history of Ivans and like how it's gotten to where it's at today. But before we hit that, I. You know, my perspective on what you're talking about, like we looked at a few years ago because, you know, with any system you use, you always have the things you'd like it to do better, right? And, you know, everybody applied systems and whether you're on Epic, which I think is most firms have migrated to Epic at this point. Yep. You know, there are certain limitations, right? I mean, it's been around for, applied's been around for a long time building it. And so we did an evaluation of some of the other, those Salesforce systems. And at the end of the day, we looked at it and just went like, if we're going to pick our horse to ride, who are we picking? You know, do I want to pick the new, you know, I don't know where they're going to be in three years company or do I want to pick at least the established that I know system that knows what they're doing, that is building and innovating that I think in 10 or 15 years is going to be the horse that I want to ride. And that was ultimately the decision we, we ended up making while the others had certainly some more say customization or whatever that we had wanted at the time. It's just, you know, there's a bigger conversation I think you got to have with yourself when you're asking what type of a system you want to use and how, and where are you going to be in the next five to 10 years? And that's where you got to be thinking about. Uh, Cause I agree with you. Some of those just, I didn't think we're, maybe we're robust enough for what we wanted today, but you know, when we grow to two or three times our size, are they going to still be the, the option? And so I agree with you. I don't know. we'll see what happens with some of those those systems and and I I like the competition though. I think it's good and healthy for the industry yep. so I like that there's several out there doing it. So
2: Hey man, all those guys are my family so don't get me wrong. Like I love all those dudes and like we've we've kind of grown up together together in, in a lot of ways and so like you know there, I think there's a place for everything. I don't think a lot of them will go away. But dude, I'm not going to name any names, but I know people, and we're not talking about even the Salesforce specific ones, but I know people that are out there that have built good agency management systems that are like, dude, man, I have such a long run to get this thing Mm, up to par to where I need it to be, you know, for, you know, like, what you said. I mean, certain things like if you're doing, if you're doing um, personal lines and and small commercial, you know, like commercial stuff, you know, not as not as big of a deal. Mm, You know, you start to get in a mid-market large and all of that, dude, your needs change in a major way. And I think that's the difference. Having a competitive tech platform is one thing, but pissing off your CSRs for the next three years is another.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? Like there's, there's other, there's other hurdles that are harder to quantify. (laughs) yeah why don't you dive into because like i I don't even necessarily know the background of Ivan's and, and I'm really curious to kind of know the history and then where it's at today and then where what your vision for
2: Ivan's is in the future. yeah, I yeah, know it's a great question. This is gonna be a little bit long-winded because it's a long story. <laughs> <That's> all right <laughs> but We got I think, time. I think it's really good, man. you know, I, I mean, I run into people all the time. i I ran into somebody like a week ago somebody you guys know personally that you would think would know this. And he was like, dude, I don't even know any of this. Like, you know, and so I run into people all the time that don't really know the history of Ivan's. They know the name. They don't know what we actually do either. They kind of just look at us, a lot of people like the download company, but they don't really (laughs) realize who our customer is either, what we actually deliver and what we're doing, what we're working on. So, So we'll start at the beginning. Ivans was founded 40 years ago. Okay. So, didn't know that. <laughs> so, so Ivans started when, when technology started to become mainstream in the workplace. You know, companies were using technology within the business over 40 years ago. Um, the industry kind of came together and said, all right, we're using, and they started using technology about 40 years ago in this industry. So policy administration systems for carriers were coming out, agency management systems for agencies were coming out. In fact, this year is Applied's 40 year anniversary, you know, and Vertifor AMS was before applied. And so, so anyway, so as those carrier systems started to come out and the agency systems came out, the, the carriers said, Hey, you know how we get the most value out of this is if we can connect our systems, carrier systems, back down to the agencies. If we can connect our carrier systems to the agencies, we'll win more of that agency's business. Well, why? Because it it simply just makes their job easier. Yeah, easier right? business. Yeah. So forty years ago, about twenty five or so carriers came together and they formed Ivans as an as a nonprofit, literally. And Ivan stands for Insurance Value Added Network Services. We don't use the acronym anymore because it doesn't really make sense anymore. But that's originally um, um, what what it was. And well, so, I wondered if it was a guy's name. So I'm glad. You, I'm glad it was them.
1: an acronym. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, I <laughs> thought it was Ivan's Tech. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> but People dude. Ask that
2: all the time. Apparently there's some famous gorilla named Ivan. And oh. so somebody sent me this one time, like you know, is it named after this as a joke? But um yeah, oh. so no, it's a, it's an acronym. Um now it's not going away. Everybody knows it, so it's it's never going away. So anyway, so so what does that mean? So so really Ivan's was founded as a hub. So um, a carrier can connect up once to Ivan's and then we're connecting up to all of the systems out there in the universe of agency, right? Same thing for an agency system. Agency system connects up once and then we're, they're connecting to all the universe of carriers, right? So speed like and so back in the day, like we did, we were installing like data lines. Like we had AT&T contracts and stuff because it was a lot, it wasn't as, as cut and dry as it is mm-hmm. now. Like people needed like internet, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. And so, so we have a get, physical line running in. And and by the way, we still we still have customers that are on that stuff. Literally. Holy today. cow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not a lot, but there's a few. Um and, and so it's still that's still that's going on. Wild. So um so speed that up. You know, a number of years later, um Ivans ended up going for profit. They sold it, it passed through a couple of different hands, and applied systems acquired them. In um, 2013 is when Applied acquired it, Reed French, former CEO of Applied, I think that was one of the smartest things he did um, was to acquire Ivans. Now, Ivans kind of just sat on a shelf. Now, Ivans was a nonprofit for a lot of years, and say what you want. I mean, people might get mad at me about this, but there's a difference between a nonprofit business and a for-profit business. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, right? And there's and especially when it comes to technology. Upgrading, yeah. doing things for the future, chasing down opportunities that could help a lot of things, this, that, and the other. But in our case, there wasn't a lot of leadership, man. So I'm actually the first CEO that Ivans has had in well over a decade. There there wasn't much leadership. So kind of just sat there on a shelf. I like I'm a big car guy, so I like to use the analogy. It was like a Ferrari GTO just sitting in the garage, all dusty, and it didn't run. Yeah, you know, it's like you go out there and you went to start it, well, battery's dead. You charge up the battery, and you're like, okay, it kind of started, but that's a bad knock. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought we were just gonna shine this baby up and go yeah. racing. No, uh-uh. and so, um, so He's anyways, like full body rebuild, one hundred percent. So in in twenty twenty. I became CEO's like the end of the year. Let's call it 2021. Um, my like I said, my myself, uh, Pat Forzioni, our CTO, and Bob Bargwell, our COO. And uh, first thing we did was right people, right seat. You know, leadership. You know, I'm big on culture, so it was a lot around culture. Um, but 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 second of that, obviously, it was technology. We looked at all the tech that was here, and it was frankly broken. And so in 2020, we had we had four, we had four hundred, we were connected to 400 carriers, down to. Uh, 28,000 agencies so Holy yeah cow. so so that was 2020 and so 400 carriers 28,000 agencies but i'm telling you man like our corporate office was in tampa florida now it's in milwaukee wisconsin because that's where i live um we have a great office here too yeah. former tech office. awesome office nice um but, anyways, I was like, I make the joke. It's like, dude, smoke was coming out of the server room in Tampa. Like the thing was going <laughs> down. I mean, this is a lot of the stuff people experienced some of years ago that like download would stop working, like literally. I mean, there, there's real problems there. So that was the first thing we did. We fixed everything. So we went through and uh, we redid all of our infrastructure, all of our architecture. We stood everything up to Google Cloud. So, you know, the thing is, like when we think about Ivans, kind of back up a little bit. Taylor Rhodes, the CEO of Applied, made the decision to invest in Ivans and put a new leadership team in there. Mm-hmm. Because as he started kind of down his journey and, and figuring out, and he's he's been after this thing, the whole digital round trip of insurance, you know, and and mm-hmm. and, and, and solving that. If you really think about that, and you start to break that down. The way to do it and the way to get it done right for the industry is you need connectivity. You have to have connectivity. And it has to be built in a robust environment so people can go and tap it however they want. Right. And so that's why Taylor made the decision to really invest in this. So he did, he just invest not only in us, but in everything. So we put a shit ton of cash in, into rebuilding the entire platform. Um, so Google is also one of our owners. Um, they're just a It's capital G it's technically not Google, but it's Google's investment arm. And so because of that, um, we didn't pick the Google stack just because their owners, it, it made the most sense for us, but because we are a partner of Google in that way, like their engineers helped us to build a lot of the stuff that we built. So today we're now live. Everything's all up in the cloud. It's all modern. You know, it, you don't have any of the issues, no more stability, no more downtime, no more of that BS, but check this out. So that was, say we started in 2021, one, one of 2021 As of right now, So we went from 400 carriers to 28,000 agencies. Now we're at 650 carriers connected to 38,000 agencies. Which isn't that
1: basically every agency in the country? It's pretty Pretty much much. everybody. And And so when I
2: say that, and I always say this, like, I say that it's, those are accounts that we actually transact with. Like, so it's like people like, well, that's just all the agencies. And it's, yeah, I guess, but it's, those are what we actually are touching here at Ivan's. So mm-hmm. it's massive. And so what that really did, though, is it allowed us now with the new platform and a new modern stack to build stuff we've always wanted to build. So our roots, all of that, that that 650 to now 38,000, that's that's all download data, right? So that's, you know, policy change, that's new business, renewal, commission statements, e-docs, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, if you think about that, that's really what we like to call the back office. So it's kind of like the bottom of the circle. It's like more, you know, service and renew. It's kind of like after the fact things happen. Well, here at Ivans, like, you know, there's a whole other side to the world when we think about the the world of insurance. And that's the front office. And yeah. so that's sales and marketing and that and like driving revenue and this kind of thing. And so, so um, so with the modern stack, we said, hey, let's go build some new stuff. And so the first thing we built, we launched about a year and a half ago, is called the Ivan's Distribution Platform. And so what that is, is that's the pipes for commercial lines raiders. Yes, I said it, commercial lines raider. A lot of people are scared of the raider term, carriers don't like it, but they exist. So that's the thing that like powers Tarmica. And they should exist. A (laughs) hundred percent. And they do. And they do. And here we are. And so- So similar to download, we, we built a hub for all that connectivity. So a, a technology company, technologist like a Raghav Tana from, from Tarmica, he can connect up once into IDP and then we're connecting him into all the carriers that are connected into our pipe. Same thing in the carrier. Carrier connects up once, then they connect up to all the solution providers that are partnered with us. Those carriers are, are bombarded on a daily basis from from the you know two dude and two dudes in a MacBook Pro startups that are like oh, I got the next best bold penguin and so those carriers have to go and vet those guys they have to like are we going to yeah. like connect to them there's a lot of work that happens in this industry and and frankly it's opportunity cost yeah. um, that's that's pulling that away so IDP solves that so then so that's what the IDP did. so then what we did is we bought a company. I don't know a few whatever maybe 6 months after launch of IDP um we bought a company called Ask Kodiak. So what Ask Kodiak is so Ask Kodiak was built by two founders the guys Mike and Allen who were formerly at Agency Port. So Agency Port um built they were acquired by Duck Creek but Agency Port built most of the carrier portals that are out there that are that are, you guys are still using today the big ones and Mike and Allen were the ones that built it. So Mike and Allen had this vision that hey long term the carrier portals they may not ever go away, but agents are going to start to shy away from carrier portals because why they're going to want, they don't want to go. Do you want to log into six different yeah. carrier sites to go get a quote? Each no. one's different. You know, no. dude, like, yeah, you got to scale your agents to, you know, new people coming in all it's a pain in the ass. And so, so they built this, they built this product called Ask Kodiak. And what Ask Kodiak is it's top of funnel. So it's appetite. Who will take a barbershop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? All right. So carriers go in and they build these storefronts. Oh, you know, barbershop, we'll do this, we'll do that. You know, it has to be X amount of revenue, this, that, and the other, all their knockout questions, whatnot. So anybody today can go to askkodiak.com. It's free. Any agent, anybody out there, go get it. It's free. Askkodiak.com. Go there. The carriers pay us, Ivans, to put in their appetite. What's cool about it, though, is still, so getting back to their vision, is you can go there and you go to the site and do all of that. But it's, it has an API wrapped around all of it. So technology companies are tapping the Ask Kodiak API, and they're bringing that into their solutions, okay? So a lot, pretty much, I'm not going to name names because they kind of get mad. They want to act like it's all their proprietary stuff that's out there. It's not. So, like most all the raiders that are out there, when you go in and and you're putting in the information and it does like smart nakes, if you put in putt putt golf course and it comes up with like the actual code for what it is, that's all powered by Ask Kodiak. And then and then getting the appetite from the carriers in real time, that's all powered by Ask Kodiak. And so, and so again, but then so remember Ask Kodiak front end. Well, then you want to quote it. Well, guess what? IDP has the pipes. Yeah. See? So like so what we did there, what the Ivan's distribution platform is and what Ivans is as, as an organization is we're a platform. the way that I look at it is we're a platform where technology companies come to us to get carrier connectivity. So if you're if you want to build some sort of technology within our space and that' re- going to require for you to talk to a carrier, technically speaking, your first call is Ivan's, yeah. you know? And, and we have solutions that help you do that. At Ivan's, our customer, and a lot of people don't know this, our customer is the carrier. The carrier pays Ivan's, okay? It's not the agencies. It's not the agency management systems. By yeah. the way, we connect up to almost 50 agency management systems. Five zeroes today. Yep. I didn't even yep. know there was that many. No, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> There's tons wow. of them. And then, you yeah. know, there's a lot of proprietary ones that you know, uh-huh. there's a lot of agencies out there that have built their own thing too. And yeah. so, um, so we connect up to all of them. And so what we do at Ivans is we connect up to those carrier core systems. um So, you know, connecting to Guidewire, Duck Creek, Insurity, Majesco, there's a bunch of them, but the system, the carrier uses, we have like ninjas that go in there and they grab that data from those systems and then they bring it to Ivans. It might come out purple, blue, and yellow right? Literally out of their system. It comes to us, we convert it to blue. And then we ship that piece of mail, if you will, just Mm -hmm. using this analogy to the individual systems where the systems go and pick up that data and then they consume it into the agency management system. A lot of people think that Ivans is in control of like what happens in the management system with the data. We have zero control over that. All we're doing is sending a file. If Here's they percentify the or they're tapping our API and they're yep. pulling the data. And then once they do you go out to your mailbox, you decide how you want to open it, and what you want to do with it. You know what I mean? Yep. But we're just delivering it. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And so our customers, the carrier, the carrier pays us going back to 1983. When the carriers came together, the carriers orig- do this. They pay for this as a value add for the agencies. Why? So the agencies write more business with them you know which um, is very I, true you know i mean like we just connected up and i can't name the name but there's a big captive that just now going independent um everybody in the world knows this name but they're going independent the first call they made was to us mm-hmm. why because the agents aren't going to go sell it. the independents are going to go and sell the hell out of it if it's not downloading right at, at the very minimum and mm-hmm. so it's become more table stakes now on the download side but that's just it and so it's a symbiotic relationship between us and our partners, partners being, you know, Hawks, off the world, Easy Links, plied, mm-hmm. Vertifor, you know, Xanatec, you now Search, all these guys, Better Agency, all these guys. He's like my friends and family, you know, we work with them at little cost to them, right? Because yeah. the carrier is paying us mm-hmm. to facilitate that connection. You see?
1: Yeah, totally. And it makes total sense for, you know, because I've thought about that with commercial lines Raiders in the past. I mean, the, the barrier to entry seemed so high because you know i couldn't even imagine going to some especially some of these legacy carriers that have old tech like you were talking about earlier i mean some of them do oh yeah and how do you you know go and re you know connect to each and every one of those and do it in a seamless fashion it just seemed
2: like a a mountain and huge mountain yeah and frankly to be honest like that came out um, because I was having a conversation with Ilya Bodner, founder of um, uh, Bold Penguin. Ilya's a good mm-hmm. buddy of mine, and like he's telling me, he's like, "Dude, I spend so much time connecting and convincing all these carriers. If you guys did that, you could relieve so much from me." Yeah. And if you think about that statement coming from him or coming from anybody, if we solve the connectivity side, then the technology company can focus on what matters most, mm-hmm. which is which is whatever it is i don't even yeah. know what it is it's their value prop it, that's exactly right and yeah. and whoever their end user is and and that's just it and so like it sounds salesy but it but it's true like like connectivity breeds mm-hmm. innovation okay. it's the, it's the lifeblood of innovation because if i don't have to focus on that i know that's yeah. done and it's good there's one api i'm tapping it is super badass stuff that we built it on and so like you know, that's done. Oh shit. I can focus on the front end, the experience, you know, make it faster, better, smarter, whatever it is. And, um, that's where we'll start to see much, much more innovation in this industry because of it. So IDP already, it's been out for like a year and a half or so. Um, we're up to a little over 40 carriers that you can connect up to, you know, which would take years Oh my gosh! to do. So it was always like, if you had, if you had like six, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, that
1: was, if they matched up with your carrier contracts,
2: it was a valuable raider at that point. but that, yep. and so and that and that's just it now. Anybody can come an agency, technology company, who cares? They can come to us, and they can they can get that connectivity. and they go build whatever they want to build, yeah.
1: so then one of the questions then I get a lot, which you may not have the answer to, but I'm just it, it kind of rides alongside that. But, just direct connection then to the AMS system with different tech platforms. I know get you know gets asked a lot. And Ryan was mentioning, you know, we've started a, a SaaS company on the sales side that helps agents build their sales process more efficiently. But I get asked that question all the time. You know, does it connect to Applied or Vertifor or whoever? And, and how does that data transfer and things like that? Which I totally get, you know, that it, and it all goes back to kind of what you're talking about is making this whole back office or whatever you want to call it, uh, easy, efficient, you know, that no duplicate entry of data makes total sense. I mean, do you have any any insight or just thoughts around how, you know, not only if we're getting it to the carrier, but then is there a way to get that, that or similar information into the AMS system on the front end
2: efficiently as well, or applied, I guess, would be, you know. I guess, so I guess you're saying like, what does that look like for somebody to connect directly into the agency systems? Correct. Is, yeah, and that's, dude. That's that's what's difficult because each of those systems, they're not going to be as open. Yeah, you know, and it, because you know the the system. Well, unless the agents are really demanding it, right? They get to pick and choose what they want to connect to and what they don't want to, because they're, I mean, they're for profit businesses. It's yeah. it's that simple. The other thing too that, and I don't want to be. It's like just that. But what a lot of people don't realize. I didn't realize it until I I be, I got under the tent, is that a lot of these systems are undergoing a big transformation and they just didn't, weren't able to do that yeah. kind
1: of thing. Yeah. You know, they don't
2: want to say that, but they just haven't been. Totally able. though. The technology mm-hmm. wasn't there yep. literally. I mean, these are older systems that were built a lot of years ago. You know systems that didn't even have an email field when they were first built. Oh yeah, we still that. have
1: <laughs> we still have clients that like the cell phone is in the email field, which the emails in the fax field or whatever. That's you're totally like one hundred
2: percent. So I but mean, so I,
1: to to maybe just clarify then with, with Ivans and what you guys are working on, where that data can get there though is you know say say you're going through a front end like Tarmica. That data is going to go to the carriers, and then it could then be downloaded into yep. Epic, though, right? Yeah. So you're you're oh, yeah. you're doing that the the circle of yep of that data or the round trip of the data that does yep. ultimately get back to the AMS.
2: Correct. Correct. And then it's up to the AMSs what they want to do to with it once they get it. And so yeah. how much? So like a lot of it is how much data they want to map. Do they map everything that comes over in those files? Like we did at mm. TC. Not everybody does, you know, is Mm -hmm. it mapped correctly in the system? Did they build the architecture of what it looks like correctly? Is it related? Right. Not everything is, you know, sometimes, sometimes, and it's, and it's kind of rare these days that carriers will on the carrier side, they'll send something wonky, but then everybody knows about it. You know what I mean? But on the individual system level, it's, it's, it's the systems like, you know, 98% of the calls we get in our support line it's it's agency management system side stuff you know but yeah so and then that but that's their competitive edge like you know when we were at um, when I was at TC we didn't do batch download we did real time it's available you can do it there's an API private, you know I mean you can like you know you don't have to do that but it doesn't it none of that stuff like that kind of session, even said that because it's not like that's not a huge value add. My point to all of that is just that it's up to the individual systems to build what they want to build and, and how they want to open it up. That's what gives them their competitive edge, I yeah. guess.
1: You know, no, totally. And there's a lot more under the hood, like said, than, than I think everybody realizes, but
2: yeah, so kind yeah, of that's going go away. That we're about yeah. over that hill with everybody. All these guys have been working on this for the last few years. Like it's it's we're about there. So that's it's awesome. all going to be open API, the whole nine. Yeah, you know,
1: that's cool. That's good to hear. So, yeah, I mean, what do you see from your vantage point? You know, whether you can you can maybe talk about it from you know Ivan's applied uh, and what you guys are doing, but also just where the industry is going. But where do you see you know the next? If you're sitting back in your agent shoes. You know, kind of what are you looking at for the next five or so years and where this industry is going to go and what you should be focusing on and and things
2: like that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. For the first time in the last, I'd say, few months, I've seen the, my carrier conversations have have really changed. And I, I mostly spend most of my time talking to carriers these days. I talk yeah. to a lot of agencies, too. Don't get me wrong. But most of my time is with, with carriers carriers are now and it's and it's different they're they're now leveraging technology to give themselves a competitive edge now you could say they've been doing that for a while oh they've been going through this digital transformation and like they've been like investing in their portals and like no that's <laughs> not what i'm talking about mm-hmm. you know they are really looking for ways to build things and to hook up to things and connect into things that give them a competitive advantage now yep. that they've gone through this digital transformation, and for those who don't know, this whole digital transformation thing just means that carriers spent a shit ton of cash buying new systems so that they can do cool things, right? Mm-hmm. Put it simply, like yep. wire Duck Creek, they moved off their legacy systems, now they're into, you know, whatever, the newer system. And so now that they have that, now that they're doing that, they are quadrupling down on, on their technology departments, they are really heavy on data That's um, awesome. and, and they are making big investments with their partners. And, um, and they are hiring top, top, top talent um, in these organizations. And, and so, you know, and they're, and they're crushing it, man. You know, I'll just say it like a couple of them, like travelers crushing it. Chubb is crushing it. You know, CNA is doing a bunch there. Like there's, there's a lot of these guys are, are yeah. really, doubling down on this stuff and so so that said when you think about the momentum that small commercial rating has gotten um we're starting to see where where the small commercial stuff agents still are going to portals they're still going to five or six portals or three portals or one portal and they're individually quoting it i foresee that going away shortly um and i mean shortly we're we're on idp right now um idp is still early but idp we're we're doing about 900 million in premium over the pipe right now um and that may seem like a lot and and it's kind of a lot for what it is but dude that we could that i'm gonna we're gonna see that skyrocket skyrocket because now that a lot of these systems that are out there you know bold penguins mc tarmica you name it are much more mature and, and now that they have really good connectivity and now the agents are starting to see the advantage of it, you know, it's, it's like, oh, hey, selling this small micro commercial is not as hard if I have these systems. They're starting to adopt it, um, but we're slow to adopt as an industry. Yeah. So as micro and small adopt those raters, now what's happening, we're already doing it. We're already working on it at Ivans. Um, we're building mid-market connectivity. So now you start to move up market to start to streamline mid-market. Same thing with large. Why can't you streamline start part of the process of large? If you start to streamline all of those products in different ways, you're gonna open up different opportunities for agencies. Agencies that weren't yeah. selling that type of stuff in the past. Because remember, big agencies weren't selling small commercial until the Milo's and Bull penguins came around. Why? Because they came with technology and said, hey, we can help you with this. It's not as bad as you think with this mm. technology, right? That's mm-hmm. how the big started selling the small. Well, now you're gonna to start to see in the future the small is starting to sell the mid and the large because the technology is gonna make it a lot easier for them to do so. Yeah. You know, and so so I don't know. So that's a pretty sweet perspective. I hadn't I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, it's yeah. happening. That's yeah. cool. But it takes time, it takes mm-hmm. time. And and so um, you know, we're we're doing a lot. I think you're gonna see agents become um much better around data in their own agencies and them starting to really think of their agency through the lens of analytics. And you might say people are doing it now, not really. They they kind of are, mm-hmm. but you know, really managing through analytics. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then also as as the agency systems are, are over the hump on on their big transformations that they're doing, you know, they're opening up these APIs. They're they're opening up their partner ecosystems. You're going to start to see a lot more bells and whistles and things. They're going to start to come into the agency system kind of technology ring um, that you haven't seen before. A lot of that's coming. I think that over the last few years, it was very overinflated. There was a lot of there was a lot of just shiny object stuff out there yep. um, that everybody was was you know um, you know trying to jump on board. It's kind of good. That a lot of that's cleaned up. A lot of the noise has gone away. We're gonna. It's gonna come back with a lot. Of, as I said, like as these systems open up, you're gonna see a lot more of these companies coming back in the near future. But it's gonna be a lot more real stuff, yeah. if you ask me. Especially now, the investors are more, a lot more savvy around insurance <laughs> technology when they really kind of weren't as everything <laughs> yeah. kind of kicked off. Just threw well, money um, at it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. the money, money was very plentiful. It was everywhere, everywhere. And like, awesome. yeah, so it's, it's you know, yeah, it's, it kind of sucks. It sucks for the guys start, starting now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, but yeah, it's also though, I think you get, I think that caused what you're saying though, too, of getting a lot of stuff built that really didn't have a purpose and didn't yeah. have mm-hmm. a problem it was solving. It might've been cool and, and looked cool, but I think you're going to see a lot more of that. It feels like it's getting it a is. lot more- more directed and targeted at true problems in the industry, and right. and, yeah, and then um, you got to have traction and profit.
2: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and that wasn't a thing. Real. No, <laughs> <laughs> if you had an idea, you could get cash. How crazy see, does like, that sound? Yeah. It's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. Yeah. I don't understand it. But yeah, so I think I think it's going to be good. Good that it's it's. I'm excited about us as an industry and where we're at with technology. It's a fun time to be in insurance technology. But you know, we have we have a ways to go. I think that just like we were talking about, you know, CSRs adopting this type of stuff, there's there's still a there's still a hill to climb there. Yeah. But that's gonna come. And and I think, yeah, it's it's you know, lots of lots of cool stuff. But it's funny, I was on a panel with Jason Cass the other day, and he was saying that somebody came up to him and was like, Hey, I'm th- I'm not gonna name the name I'm thinking about buying XYZ product, right? What do you he's like, I know you use it. What does it do? <laughs> think about that yeah so like you know this is like the kind of stuff we got to get past yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know got to have
1: a problem you're trying to solve <laughs> and then understand what products will solve
2: it you know i think yeah. like a lot of us in this industry like it's because we're kind of bored with same old stuff that we're using all the time we've been using it for a lot of years and so we look to like shiny objects like oh this is kind of cool and it's going to solve this thing i think my advice to, to agents is just use what you already have. Look at look, pick a problem and try to solve the problem with mm. the stuff you have now and you're paying for. Yeah, I saw it all the time in tech and area. I see it all the time. Apply. I see it with all of our partners. Like so many people, dude, and like they don't realize that the system they already have can do these things. Yeah, I'd say that double so down, true. double down on your system now. That you, that you're you know and see and then if you find a hole that it's not doing and maybe it does it okay, but but you can do it. you would be so much better. Well, then go find that, and if and if you can't find it, go build it. Yep. You know, and if and if it's great, then go sell that thing. You know, and I think we're going to see a lot more of that, and that's what I mean—real problems being solved, as yeah. opposed to shiny objects that are out there.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you know everybody, uh, somebody like Cass, or you know any of those those guys that that have a good following of people, and they do a lot of good stuff. People hear them talk about it. don't realize that Jason went through a process to understand the problem he was facing in his agency. And he went about it the right way to find that tool that now is very valuable to him. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be valuable to the next agency though. So Uh, I I agree wholeheartedly with you there. So, well, Hey man, I know, I know you're busy. We've taken a lot of your time, anything else that, you know, you want everybody out there to kind of know about what you guys are doing or where you're going or anything
2: like that. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of what we're doing is we're we're building a lot of stuff to power a lot of things. So coming soon, new products that are badass, not built by us, but powered by us. Um, nice. I'd also say that at Ivans, we've really doubled down on our adoption across Ivans as well. So I'd say that anybody that's listening, call us, call, call, you know, Ivans but Ivans.com, pick up the phone, email us or whatever. We'll do an assessment with you guys and see, hey, what are you downloading? What are you not? What's available? A lot of people don't realize that carriers turn on stuff all the time and you have to go in there and turn it on for yourself. Um, It doesn't just automatically come on. So just keep that in mind. You can always call us. Our people are super cool. They're super nice. you know. And so we're here to help in any way possible. And if there's things out there... That hey, I really need this. I really and, and this carrier doesn't do that or whatever it is. We're there to help too. We have an agency demand team that works with agents that that talks to carriers and says, hey, so and so carrier, you're not downloading this. You're not doing this. These agencies want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, carriers carriers make changes and they make moves based on the demand from their distribution. Their distribution is you and, and so here. um so just keep that in mind you know and just let us know um as because we're here to help but um other than that i don't know i think that's it man
1: that's sweet it's awesome dude yeah i appreciate the time this was fun and i know everybody got a lot out of it and it's good to hear just what you guys are are on to and you know the pace of innovation that's going to become it's pretty sweet so yeah yep yeah it's exciting thanks for time. the time man I appreciate it thanks yeah. reed likewise catch up thanks. soon
0: Thank you for tuning in to Getting Past the Premium. We are excited to continue breaking down barriers and finding solutions together. If you would like to reach out regarding anything you heard in today's episode, find links and contact info in the description. Until next time,
1: have a great day.
0: Hey, agents! Listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really, we're we're terrible at training. Right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good. Terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows.